do it. Yeah, my name is Neil Brennan, and I am coming to San Francisco September 12, 13, 14 at the Punchline. San Francisco, you done been good. Continue. Let's keep it going, San Francisco. Do that. And then D.C., I'm going to be there uh, October 10th, 11th, and 12th. Don't know where, but just fucking hit Neil Brennan, D.C. And right. run, see what happens. Hey, it's Moshe Kasher. Hey, I just released a new album. It's exciting stuff. It's a CD-DVD combo. It's called Live in Oakland, and it's my special that I just taped last year. And if you don't have Netflix, then you can get it on the album now. It's on Amazon. First, I got some live dates coming up. I'll be in um, September the 7th through the 9th at the Nevada City Film Festival in Nevada City, California. September 12th through 14th at the Up Comedy Club at Second City in Chicago. September 21st in Portland at Lola's Room. And September 22nd at the Triple Door in Seattle. And I got a whole bunch of other stuff happening. So go to motioncaster.com. Also, get a t-shirt. Blue collar, distro, forward slash, the champs. And, um, yeah. I'm the guest got? today. This is Jordan Peele, one half of Key and Peele. Got that season three? Season three is about to drop. Yo, drop it. September 18th, we got 13 episodes. And so it's the most you've done yet? Yeah. We have eight the first season, then 10, and they've been sort of inching up, you know, as they realize that when con- contractually they, they have to renegotiate, they're going to squeeze more out of us yeah. every season. Squeeze you know? that. So go fuck with that on Comedy Central and uh, let us begin. Now you're fucking with the champs. Yeah, we are back. Hey, everybody. It's yeah. the champs again. Hey, We're back in the game. We we have heard all of your ple- your pleading, and we decided to do another episode of the podcast. <laughs> so, look. I don't... I, I, can we even explain the schedule? The schedule? I, now I used to get guilty about not doing one every week. I'm with you. I don't give a and fuck anymore. And now it's like, I don't know. You want a fucking good album, or you want an album every fucking... Every quarter. You look, want Jay-Z, or you want fucking uh, Kanye? We're... J- right. I don't There's know what... One, I don't know who we are in that. Right. So Jay-Z's made yeah. too many records. How did you settle on Jordan Peele? I mean, no, we didn't not, settle. We tried yeah. to get we'd, you before. Yeah, right? you wouldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, you wouldn't do it. That's you're not beefing. true. That is not I think you're a beefing. true statement. You're, that, uh, your partner. You're uh, who do you think it would have been that would have given us this information? I we're about to break up Key and Peele right now. I think, no, no, I think that you were like, you were sort of beefing but didn't want to. You didn't know that me and Moshe were good dudes. Oh, okay. That's good I, mean, I don't remember it quite like that. I uh that you know what? I mean there might have been an uh there might have been an area where he was you know, Keegan was like, Do you want to do a podcast? And I was like, eh. Okay. But I, if I if I had if I had names attached, don't I even can, worry I can about respect that. Don't actually. even worry about that. I, I, that, that, right. I look I, in a you're talking to a guy who doesn't like to do anything. Yeah. Right. So I get it. Uh so Jordan Peel is here. So yeah, I think we can it's safe to say that uh Key and Peel is a hit. We were just talking before we started that the metrics of a hit is different than it's ever been in that you were saying that ratings on the air are sort of fine. Yeah. But the rate, like the downloads. Because I was looking yesterday. I've watched probably 25 sketches yesterday. Just cut through it, yeah. And the amount of downloads you have is pretty amazing. It's outrageous. Like you, your worst ones are a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. And you know, the the thing I love about it the the most is that people are sh- it, it's a shared thing. So 
people pass along if they feel like, hey man, you see that new Key and Peel, and they pass along, yo, this is straight up from Key and Peel in my mind to you. So that kind of like <laughs> does personal, he always have that? Are you? It's always that? it's, That's it's your one fan? dude. It's one dude. My mind, from my, 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 from my, my mind, mind to you. you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I love that, but it's uh, it's weird because you know, yeah, I think uh, there's kind of we're, we're we're wondering. It's like when does I feel like people can like 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 you just said, people can just settle down and watch hours of Camp Peel online. So. It's so much easier than watching it on television. I know. That's it's the problem, is it's so fucking easy. It's also yeah. like it's that kind of humor. Like we were talking about how I think it was Aziz actually was saying when he was filming his special, like all you need is two or three bits that people will talk about yeah. and then you've got a special. Yeah. So you gotta have a good product all the way through, but a few spikes where go people go, Did you see the bit where Aziz said blank? Yeah, right. that's all all you remember is two right. bits. And so yeah. that's really your show is like a bunch of those bits and you've I think probably have a higher uh, RBI on that than or, or hit. What what Most am I trying to say? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like a lot yeah. of them have those spikes of like, did you see their take on the the teacher thing or the hat thing? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. yeah, hat thing. I watched that was I'd heard about that sketch and I saw it was really funny. Well, I know we have we have the the luxury of having time to, a lot of time to write. You know, just the way our season works, and we kind of you know we take advantage of that. We get we grind for like two and a half months, write over 300 sketches to like compare it down to 70 80 for the season. Do you really write 300 sketches? Oh yeah. Yeah, you, you, even more per season. Ugh. And we just yeah, I mean to cuz to us it's like if we if it's not a sketch that it's got to have several things. It's got to feel like it's got to feel like only Key and I could do it for some reason right. or whatever because it's like but either because it's like, you know, a very specific, unique, new racial thing going on or it's some kind of energy that, you know, I mean, you know, he, he can he can do things that no one else, no other performer in the world can do. Acting wise. Acting. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's you, a but beast. you can too. like the one. Another sketch I like was the one the gangster thing where you're crying. Oh, the best. That's and a like, great and my man. Yeah. One. yeah, yeah, that one was great. That was yeah, it was written by this guy Alex Rubens, who is uh, he's he's doing he's writing on Community now. He's pretty pretty genius kid. Like uh, hadn't written for sketch at all. He's our one writer that we got. We found we're like all right, this dude's an actual writer who wants to be a, a sketch comedy writer, and uh, he just he knows down. He does what he does what you ask of him. Real simple. And then, you know, and now he's he's been bringing in some fucking amazing sketches. That's the one where you're talking about your friend who you... Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the Care Bear a, one, yeah. That, yeah, that's a good... You were Sunshine. I was Sunshine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. guys both strike me as guys who practice in the mirror a lot. <laughs> Meaning, like, you do shit, I'll watch and go like, oh, you couldn't have not tried mm -hmm. that You've been practicing that for years, years, years yeah. and I don't even mean that as a, yeah. I mean that as a compliment. Where it's like yeah. you can't know, you can't know how to make your fucking forehead yeah. not move and <laughs> one side of your lip yeah, quiver yeah. unless you just dedicate That's yourself. Right. Everything is from the like the bag of tricks, definitely. Yeah, but you know, one of the one of the cool parts is now we've we've been doing sketch for you know because we're on Mad yeah. TV too, so we've been doing sketch for so long that now a big part of the puzzle is getting the getting all the shit on getting the costume and then you know you look in the mirror 15 minutes before and sometimes it'll just completely change a character uh it's well that's what i was wondering fun. like the football name sketch which is another famous sketch and awesome sketch when you guys there must have just been a bunch of fucking wigs and a bunch of 
eye patches and a bunch of, and then you put shit on and yeah. go, Stravarius, whatever, <laughs> Montificus or Dude, whatever. I'm like. so mad we haven't done the eye patch now that you say that <laughs> shit. But yeah, no, that's that was exactly it. We had to make a, an assembly line for that shit, and we were just terrified that that was going to take all day. I'm sure it did. It looked like it took a fucking long time. We because we over prepared for that sketch. It was like two hours. We oh, really? And did, was, were you making it up as you went along, or was everything writ- all of those names written? Yeah, the 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 script was all written, but the, as far as the characters and who they were, what they spoke like, that was all just on the spot. Okay, give me this wig, put this on, take off this part of the 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 mustache, um, and then you'd look in the mirror and be like, "Yeah, I think that's this dude here." Right. And then you go out and just do it. And would you really go like, fun. nah, it's too much like my... Do you guys ever get into like, yeah, it's like the thing I do? No, no, it's not quite like that. I mean, we're both guys who are just hell-bent on never repeating characters. Right. Um, you know, yeah, so I, it, it doesn't really get into the sort of competition element um, for, whatever, Although, for whatever reason. you watch when I watch sketches, you're not being competitive. Mm-hmm. But you're being competitive. Absolutely, absolutely. There's, you're, it's like this one-upsmanship. It's like, yeah. I mean, we, we, it's, it's. I would say we just inspire each other. You right. know, it's, uh, it, yeah. That, that, that's the best way. That's the best way to put it. And and he's like, you know, the first time I saw him was in you know this Second City show. I was like eleven years ago, and he was doing this bit where he was, you know, these two guys were jumping together, and this dude, he just. He always he always pushed it a little bit farther. And I was like, this dude can push it as far right. as he wants. And so we got on Mad TV together, and uh, you know, I just wanted to take on that challenge of working with him. So we wrote these sketches that um, were these these basketball players, college basketball players, who were just superstitious, and they do do all these little dances to break these hexes. And it's like I'm just getting into this physical you know, competition with him, um, which is totally, you know, good spirited. And it, yeah, it just pushes us. It just pushes. How do you pushes, like having, it. how do you like being trapped in a submarine with somebody? Dude, I mean, if there's anybody to be trapped in a submarine, it's that guy. I mean, you know him. He's like, he is it's positive energy, po- positive wizard. energy to the most extreme point and to be a comedian. I mean, yeah, it's it's. I just I just always got to you know, I I have to say like, dude, I have to back up and say who who else in the world could I do this with? Yeah, um, and uh, I mean, yeah, the truth is like I I have to give it up. I I I I'm a pretty cocky guy when it comes to like comedy and shit, but I gotta give it up, man. He's he's the one guy who no matter how hard I push something, he could he can go that next step right and I won't yeah well, you definitely him. seem like the the mad wizard of the two and he's right. like the positive like the you yeah. know you're like i can with the notes i see you like throwing notes around and yeah, keegan yeah. just at the end of the table going like all right you guys let's be <laughs> you know and then i'll get up and bounce off the yeah, walls yeah. yeah no it's a little bit like that it's uh you know when we first started uh the show there was like this pushed all right what's the uh what's the sort of odd couple you know, relationship. What's right. the difference between you guys? That's that was yeah. you're obsessed with, and it's, you know, there's there, there's those differences there, but I mean, it's kind of it's, it's interesting because we really we have a really good relationship. We don't yeah. have like we don't fucking poke each other. We're not we're not teasing each other. We both kind of have we probably have sensitive fucking cores that would uh, you know if 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 we got into some kind of argument, we would come back the next day 
fucking crying or something. Not Does even this the hurt next for day. you to hear, Neil? Just a um, of a uh, partner, about you and I, a partner in a sketch comedy show on Comedy Central where Look, you're it's, weeping it's, in each other's I, arms, and it's a breath of fresh air for me. <laughs> <laughs> I Does this say, sound this forward to the, you? This is the relationship I always dreamed of, right? And well, you, right. you, my son, are living it. Well, you, as you know, as you know, we we came to you. Uh, I know. First you, that's why direct. I think you didn't do the podcast the first time. No, no. Oh God. <laughs> well, tell him why That's you said no because I, this came I up. I said during, no. You had yeah. you guys asked me to do the pilot, and I said no because I didn't. A, I didn't want to do a black thing, right? Because right. I hadn't done anything that wasn't black, right? Sketch show wise. Uh-huh. Now I've done Schumer. Now I can do whatever. But I had to do one white thing. Right. And, <laughs> and no, so I'm now serious. he's doing Shaq. And that's and, no offense to you. And now I'm do the Shaq you YouTube. He just feels that Shaq has a more defined uh, And I also voice. didn't want it to be. I, I felt like if I was involved, I you guys would get overshadowed. Well, no, that's a good point. I mean, we definitely, definitely, you know, as you know, we had the sort of, we had the whole, we had Chappelle hanging over us. We had, yeah. We had, your, we, had your, we had your show. We knew we were going to get compared, yeah. you know, to it. And so I think part of, you know, the desire to have you in the beginning was... Well, you know, yeah, fuck you. If you compare it, yeah, well, we're, right. We're, we're we got we got the same wizard going on, right. With this, so yeah, we're yeah, right. We're Which I don't, but I think that you you were better off using whoever you used, and yeah. I mean, Peter Atensi is a beast. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's the guy. Yeah, he, I mean, he directs every single one of our sketches, and he, uh, you know. Yeah, he he and try, I mean the whole team is just a, make everything look amazing, you know. Our our uh, uh, Charles Papper is our you know uh, our our, phot- our director of photography guy, yeah, our DP and yeah, the just look ridiculous. Awesome. They they look amazing. Have yeah. you done a sketch that you regretted or d- d- didn't? I mean, is there anything that you look back on this show and feel like oh, I should have done that or should have done it that way? Mm, not really. We you know, there's a couple sketches don't make it on every year, and uh, but we get you know that's it's what, mostly just because they're not as good as the other. Just not right? as good. They just yeah. Don't get the laughs or. Comedy Central doesn't get them or something, but yeah, usually we do live live taping and you just see what the audience responds. Why to. Why don't you guys put laugh tracks in there? This was a big, big debate. One of the things was, you know, we were looking for every way to make ourselves distinct from Mad TV, where yeah. we were, from you guys, yep. uh, and that was just a kind of an easy way for us to. Uh, to, to, to get that, to get that different vibe. Right. You know, we also, it was, you know, we just live in the, we want to be representative of the era that we're in. And, you know, after the, the, the office kind of whatever revolutionized sitcoms and the, the idea of, you know, we, we just felt like people are ready to laugh on their own, on their own watch. And then, you know, the internet thing as well. It's like, it's such a personal yeah. th- thing. Uh, it's, it was, it's scary because, you know, the network as well was really, you know, put statistics say if you have laughter, laughter is contagious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And uh, I think there's probably no doubt that we well, I don't know about no doubt, but I think we probably would have better ratings in a certain sense if we had laughter on there. Because people I mean, I've been doing comedy for a while. I, I you know. I love when you hear that black woman in the back of an uh, of a theater laugh at something. You you kind Melba? of Melba. Yeah, she's Melba. She's every great. comedy show. She is a great person. When, but no, the uh, it just 
you kind of get the laughter in a different way. You know, that's the deaf comedy jam. It's like well, why, experiencing the audience laugh yeah. at that. It's no, like, that's why I'm still even now. I'm still like, OK, I've heard your answer. Yeah. You yeah. should have laughed. You, 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 you're basically, you're saying, saying, you're basically laugh. making a case for why you should have laugh track. Can I tell you? I mean, it was a re- it was the hardest decision ever. Yeah, and we had we had, we just we were arguing on both sides, and this was something where like rarely do I. I also l- don't think you get compared to Chappelle that much. Like I think like you do, there weren't even that many sketches. First of all, the way your sketch, the way you're by merit of there being two of you, mm-hmm. the you. You know, you guys, a lot of the structure of your sketches is trying to one-up one another. Just because mm-hmm. that's how you do a sketch with yes, two people yes. on it. And, which we never had to do. Right. And and also, Dave's so, like, like uh, the voice of that show was more militant. And mm-hmm. the only, like, the Thomas Jefferson one was the one that I was like, yeah, oh, we could have done that. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, in a bad way. Right, it was, like, right, just yeah. a good observation. It's classic, right. And, and so I think after – I think you were probably right to worry about it. But now it seems like, eh. Yeah. We – we I mean, in the beginning, it was, like – in the beginning, all the comments were, like, these niggas trying to be Chappelle, man. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. And Come then, on, man. Yeah, we, we've eventually – we broke out of that. We don't get that yeah. a lot yeah. anymore. I mean, so I think that the show is actually pretty, pretty particularly modern. I think that that's why it's getting – I was when you say it's getting all these hits on the internet. It's, of course it is because it's yeah. like it's literally it's almost made for that generation. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And I don't feel like a laugh track. I feel like it'd be very interesting, and you couldn't ever, whoever would know. But if you had had laugh tracks, I wonder how many how much internet buzz it would because I feel like laugh it's tracks are a very to, television I, thing. It's right. Impossible but, to say. But yeah, but it's also like you'll get a clip of a kid on the British America's Got Talent. Right. I'm sorry. The mm-hmm. British Britain's got talent, and it's got applause, and it's got music, mm-hmm. and it's got all the shit, and it still crushes. Yeah. On on YouTube, so it's not. I don't think you can say like, no, YouTube people don't like yeah. laughter. I fucking like laughter. I still like laughter. Laughter's good. I mean, I I think a the, a big part of it was Mad TV. Yeah. Was and those you know those are audiences that the, the live studio audience. You guys still Matt haven't TV. been able to live up to your legacy on Mad TV. I, it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's crazy because we get it. We all the time. I'll have people. I, I, you know, I sometimes I talk shit about the show because you know there's so much. There was so many talented performers yeah. on that show, and I feel like in the in the industry amongst my you know the, amongst the uh, the Hollywood crowd, yeah, it's, it's like might as well not exist. Might as well not existed. But I have people come up to me, Yo, man, Matt TV. I saw the same guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. TV, my man. mind. Man, my baby my, mama, my mind, Melba. My, my, Melba, my oh. aunt Peaches. <laughs> we all watch this show. <laughs> the, we, um, we the toastest with the most. <laughs> you the toast of the town right now. <laughs> Speaking of laugh tracks and Mad TV, there's a wonderful video on YouTube of a woman, a Melba-like woman, watching Bobby Lee's um, uh, uh, Benny Hanna sketch where he cuts his mm-hmm, own fingers mm-hmm, off. Mm-hmm. And she's just laughing. It's her videotaping herself watching that sketch and laughing. Just, I mean, it's a, it's definitely a thing to behold. What's great is I've, I don't think I've ever seen Bobby on Mad TV. He was oh, on really? it for ten oh, yeah. years. I don't think I've seen one sketch. I think I need to do with Bobby what I did with your show yesterday, where I just fucking do a sweep, just grind Bobby Lee. Bobby's stuff. a funny motherfucker, though, man. Dude, he is huh. funny. He, I think he's definitely. The did he ever shit on your desk or anything? No, uh, not on mine. But I mean, there's yeah, there's three places where he's sh- he's shot that I can think of. Three shitting stories, because um, he's he's yeah, he's just a maniac, man. Yeah, so he can't hilarious. control himself. He, he he. Yeah, you know how Keegan, you were saying Keegan will take it to the the 
nth level, mm-hmm. Bobby will shit on top of that nth uh, level. That He's level. just Bobby like, that level so will shit on it. I mean, watching those guys, those two interact is so funny too. Because Bobby, I mean, he is just a he's a button pusher. Like he's just yeah. trying to find what. I mean, this dude. I I don't get angry. I'm pretty chill. You know, I used to. I I don't I don't smoke real weed much anymore. But I used to. Is smoke. that true? Yeah. I, How I've, come? I've sort of chilled it out a little bit. Um, I I just kind of it's really, honestly, originally it's for a girl. You know, sort of like chilled it out. Girl doesn't smoke. Don't want to be high around the girl all the time. So did you find it difficult? What's funny is I thought that yeah. when you when I heard that about you and said girl, yeah, I was like I wonder because I don't think said girl smokes much weed. No, and I know you smoke weed, so yeah. I was like I wonder what they do. And so it's interesting motivation though. Is it, did you find it interesting? I mean, did you find it difficult to quit on that that basis? That was the easiest. You know, any other time, and I, I would smoke every day, you know, all the time, basically. And uh, if I if I didn't, I would get this physical withdrawal yeah. symptoms, fucking antsy as shit. But, you know, looking looking hot for, to a girl is as good motivation as I had. So I didn't have any of that shit. That's fascinating. You know. It's almost like the drug of love could supplant. This. That's right. That's I was going to go with pussy, but close. <laughs> uh, well, that really is the dichotomy of you and me. Neil. I'm a guy yeah, that believes no, I in know, love. Because normally I go love, you go pussy. It's the true. same thing. True. It's Very same. true. The pussy is the drug of love. Yeah, and weed is the pussy of I drugs. see it as the physical um, uh, manifestation of love. Of love. To me, I call a marijuana bud is a... God's pussy. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Have you found know. how is cutting down infected you other ways? Affected or infected? Affected. It's well, it definitely makes me more just less tolerant of shit. Like I'm. Oh, oh interesting. that's interesting. Absolutely, absolutely. I just become yeah. I'm. I, I become a, a scary guy. I think. To, I always to say weedheads are quietly very angry. Yeah. Sure. Well, why would you smoke that much weed? That's yeah, but I also think doing it over a long period makes you more angry. Oh, that's it. Oh, but, well, there's a logic to it, right? It's like weed can be a thing where you're uh you, or any drug. That's awesome, Neil. Um, <laughs> If you had seen Neil's process with ripping that piece of paper, he quietly put the mic under his armpit as if that wouldn't be the loudest comically. You know what? It could have been way loud. Comically Mojo. loud. You heard sound what? Effect. Here's what it could have been, Mojo. Okay. It's like we're in an old timey radio what is play. That? What is that for? What is what is going? On? Is that, are we doing <laughs> foley sounds? I like we're doing competitive <laughs> noise making, <laughs> like passive aggressive competitive. This is something you and you and Keegan would never do: is shit on each other about noise making. Well, so that's the thing. It's like <laughs> you know, you smoke weed long enough. It's like you you're pour, putting a blanket over emotion in general. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be that way, but it can be if you use it. No, I think so it eventually, is. I, th- I don't even think it can be. It is right. So I think eventually, that's the you point. know, you're still an emotional person. You don't stop being a person. If you take that blanket away, you've got those 10 years of yeah. not necessarily dealing with that or yeah. whatever. And it becomes this is alien emotions are coming in. Like right. Fucking seething hatred and shit like right. that. I heard a lot of a lot of weed addicts didn't have dads around. That's a, that's a statistic. Huh. Oh, I, that's interesting. I kind of kind of believe in because, you know, it's not my situation. I know a lot of people like that. I don't know what that would be about. Like just no sense, you know. 
not having that sense of you, what what it's just weed or is it all drugs? No, for me it was just weed. No, no, but I'm saying that stat of not having a dad I around. With, I heard with weed. That's really I fascinating. Heard about it with weed. I wonder. I'm trying to do a thing in my mind, and mm-hmm. I could bullshit it, but I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, I. You could empirically go heroin. You could go coke. You could go. I mean, I. I think if your dad's around, you're more likely to not do drugs, but. I love the idea, though, of you quitting smoking weed for a girl because like, you want to be nicer, but it turns you into a huge asshole. It and you're just like, baby, I did asshole. this for you. It's like, which, but I hate you now, but I did this for right. you. Which in turn makes me sexier, yeah. of oh, course, because yeah. they don't want to fuck with right. a nice guy. Fuck a nice guy, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's good. That but, but, yeah, but the story, I got to tell you, because yeah. this is kind of funny. It's like, in retrospect, it's funny, but Bobby Lee, he's pissed me off more than anyone else because one time he was at my house. And he found, you know, I'm a kind of, I, pr- I pride myself. It's like, man, you can't fucking phase me, bro. You can't phase me. And he just, he loaded up this s- clip of a dude getting his throat slit in real life. Like Russian dudes fucking up close, knee on the guy's fucking head, like showing the camera. Look what I do to fucking kill man. people. Like, yeah. And it is brutal. What happened and he just smoking weed. Didn't ask me. Didn't tell me. Didn't prep me. He just fucking shows me this thing. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nuh-uh. Right? Good. No, I don't want that. And that's, that. you know, that's in my fucking head forever. Did you yell at him? Oh, I yelled at him so hard. I mean, every. This just, was post weed? This was before. Oh, yeah. This was years ago. This was like seven years ago. Oh, so oh, you so were he, wait, weed. He, he made it all the way through the barnacled callus of your weed yeah, smoking decade. He was like <laughs> the one guy. Out. I mean, that's, that's, that's the other thing. Reason is memorable to me. I'm like, wow, he really. That guy is a button pusher. He found it. You think he, he went home? That's like, really yes. interesting. Because yeah. now I'm thinking about him trying to push my buttons. You know, he'll go first. First stop, he'll go is like gay shit. Like he'll try oh, to yeah, sure. touch your dick, dick and stuff. And like yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, grab your grab dick, dick, grab sure. your dick. <laughs> and if you if you flinch, sure. he'll do it forever. Yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. He'll I, pull his I, pants down. <laughs> he's try such to show a bizarre dude. The other day, I asked him if he was watching this UFC fight. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm not. I have a show that night, but you're welcome to go to my apartment and watch it on my DVR. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna go to your apartment. I've never been You're to your house jitter. before. I just, never, oh, geez, I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't looking for a place to stay. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not. That's just out. a simple question. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come. I'll, goes, I will fly you to Vegas. Very nice. He goes, your family, bro. You can go to my apartment. And watch. I'm like, I. That's very. That's very nice right. and very strange. Very strange. I think he was just uncomfortable. Yeah, that could be too. I yeah. had the thought yesterday. Most guys ask girls to marry them or say I love you because they can't think of anything else to say in the moment. Interesting. That's the Bobby word. That's That reminds me of a Bobby just going like, yeah, you go to my house. It's like you say, will you marry me when you've run out of all of Yeah, the you're just like running out of shit to do. You're just like, uh, uh, I, feel, I feel so weak when I drop an I love you. Oh, yeah. It's I like marry a you. bitch. And, and they, you know, they, I feel like they act like they're like, oh, that's exactly what I want. And then your stock just goes plummets. Yeah, inside of yeah. like, this fucking soft motherfucker. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. get fucked by him anymore. I love you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm yeah, a, you're not. You're, they've, they've, they're in. They're no longer applying. Did yeah, my, they're no longer rushing the frat. They're now they're in the fraternity. I'm re- I really have. I'm I'm constantly putting on and act like I'm a tough guy. I'm constantly in role playing. I'm fucking. I'm barbarian mode, but I'm I'm absolutely you're a, not. You're a care bear. I'm a fucking. You're a straight up care bear. Fucking uh, funshine bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And where did you grow up? Uh, New York. Grew up in New York. Grew up in Manhattan. Uh, mom, fucking 
you know, nice little rent control, one bedroom on 70th Street. Um, yeah. Were you and always you, funny? You know, I mean, I, yeah, I was always funny, but I was pr- pretty quiet. Pretty sh- People called me shy when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and then, like, you know, they got me in front of it in a school play, and I just, I can spaz out on cue, of course. But my natural, yeah, my natural tendency is to be kind of, yeah, introspective, I guess. Uh, You're the introspective art, art, barbarian, right? The introspective barbarian. Of yeah, comedy. known in the streets <laughs> as the introspective <laughs> yeah. barbarian the of comedy. introspective barbarian yeah. of comedy. Yeah. Uh, did you, so you grew up in the city, and yet were you, did you take advantage of it comedically? Like, it seems like there would have on 70th and what? No, 70th, Broadway and Columbus. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny block, dude. So, no, but there's just a, like a lot of comedy around uh-huh. there. I mean, by the time I was, I went to Sarah Lawrence College for two Great. years. So I left and then I went to, after after I quit school, I went to Chicago to do improv. Did you, were you in Boom Chicago? And, and then I was in Boom Chicago. You were in Boom in Chicago Amsterdam. is in, in Amsterdam. Sketch comedy group, right? English speaking was... Uh, were you there for the Burt Reynolds improv night? Yes, I was. Please tell this story because this is fucking All right, I hilarious. Hope, I don't know who, who told it to you. but Seth Meyers was in yeah. with you or before you? Uh, he was uh, a little of both. His, okay. his tenure there was technically before mine, but he came back and directed a couple shows. Um, and I guess he was probably there for that event as well. But yeah. I, I, and you just live, basically you audition in Chicago. Yeah. And it's two Northwestern guys two, opened yeah. a theater in Amsterdam. That's right. Andrew Boom Moscow's Chicago. Pep Rosenfeld. And they, it was a really genius idea because they, they, they just went and and out of college, took a vacation in Amsterdam. and like, we should uh, do a comedy show here. Our fathers weren't around, so let's go yeah. to Amsterdam. <laughs> exactly. And so they uh, they went out there and it was like... You know, they just got a whole lot of resistance from the Dutch government. Said, this will never work. This is... Uh, don't, uh, and... It doesn't seem like it would work, but the ma- one of the pieces of the magic, the, the fucking gold dust with that place is that, you know, it's, a, it's just a tourist town and everybody speaks English. Right. So you, you actually, English is like a commodity there when, and the, they put together shows geared towards tourism. Right. So it was just a thing to do. You smoke weed and, oh, what should we do? And they would have these flyers that they passed out that would just tell you everything to do touristy in Amsterdam. And then it would lead you to straight to Boom Chicago. Brilliant little yeah. piece. So of you were there. Market. You were in Amsterdam doing that? So I was in Amsterdam for three years. And mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, that certainly. How many women did you do the Dutch oven trick with? Um, let me see. This No, I, man, I got uh, embarrassingly a uh, little play while I was out really? there. Really? Yeah, and they're so fucking hot, the Dutch women. And aren't they, like, free? Like, oh, we like Northern Europe. Yeah, yeah. But Sexual you know, mores. They, but you know what? Amer- and you, Americans do not get laid out Americans there. don't get laid That's really odd. a Isn't lot of places. People don't particularly care for the American worldwide. But then you hear sometimes that, like, in Australia, they really do. Oh, in Australia, mm-hmm. Australia is crazy. The girls there are D. TF. And I get the impression uh, England as well. Americans. I would say in terms of sluttiness ratio, men and women. I don't even know if that's true, but I'm just saying that because I'm overly sensitive. America (laughs) is number one. Australia, and then England. I think uh, that would be my my guess and from personal experience. All right. Mm. All right. We'll go there in that order. (laughs) (laughs) So you're in Boom Chicago. In Boom Chicago. Um, And that's an every night thing. 
What what what, what the show? Show pretty much every night. Yeah, you get to grind it out, and, and you live in sort of a apartment, a windmill shared, sort of situation, yeah, a little tiny windmill, with, Dutch with some cheese clogs some and stuff, tulips, sure, you know, and upon entry, yeah, you ride your bike, painting. Yeah, yeah, there's uh, umbrellas everywhere, definitely, and uh, yeah, it was uh, one day. There's a show called Heineken Late Night. It was sponsored by Heineken. And uh, a lot of just improv in this show on, on Friday night. And, you know, you have your f- British fucking bachelor party and you have your Australian Kentucky group. And that was cool. Like you, you hook up with uh, tourists and stuff. But the Dutch women, yeah, like I said, not to go back into the, back and forth into the points, but it's like they can see through our bullshit. And they're just straightforward. Like they'll come up to you and just be like, yeah, I do not uh, like your shirt. You know, like the first yeah, thing I said. Like, I don't think the show was good. Yeah. Like, the oh. other ones were good, but I did mm-hmm. not like you. Right. And you're like, okay, well, see you later. That's will why. you? Will you see me later? <laughs> I don't think you will. I think you're just saying that. That's why Van Gogh cut his ear off. He couldn't stand yeah. listening to yeah. insults yeah. like that. Well, Van Gogh cut it off yeah. for a dude. You know that? Is that right? Yeah. Is he right? cut it off for uh C-Man. You quit uh, smoking weed for a girl. Van Gogh cut his ear off for a dude. Crazy. He was just another artist. Oh, because he was such a good artist. He was, like, he was gay for him, and it was like a mentor codependent thing. Interesting. This is yeah. about as crazy as anything in the world. Yeah, that doesn't work ever. Cut your ear off? For, you will never get the guy <laughs> no. that you want if you cut your ear off no. for him. It's I don't know that like, for sure. Oh, but you're serious. Oh, I should like you now. Okay. You know All right, cells like this person. All right, so you're there yeah. for Burt. Tell me the Burt Reynolds. So the Burt Reynolds thing, he was just there for Heineken late night. For oh, some he's reason. the man himself. The man himself was oh, wow. in town. And uh, somehow we got him up, up on stage, and we were doing this. Uh, we were doing this this game called the Dream. This is improv game where you hear about someone's day, and then you get up and you blah blah blah. You do the whole. Uh, what if this was the actual thing? You know, you do. This, they tell you about your day, and then you do their dream. You, you that act night. out their dream. Right. So you just get this. It's, it's really an excuse to uh, not be a great improviser and fucking get into surreal shit if you want to, and it's free, and it usually just destroys. Um, and I'm sure it did this day, but at some point, um, some guy in the, some American dude in like the balcony kind of started heckling him. I think, I think, <laughs> right. It's started like, heckling Burt Reynolds. No way. Yeah, really? Yeah. Look at this mustachioed motherfucker. It was, it was like a lot of toupee bits. It uh-huh. was like, it's like, mop on your head. I mean, Burt Reynolds has to just be like, son. I no. have all right. So, so then, no, yeah, I mean, my man was yeah, it was basically like that. He was like, all right, you know, stop, stop. He took control. He grabbed the mic that you know someone was like kind of poking in his face to get his improvised answers. He's like, you know what? Hey, you, come down here, come down here. And the crowd goes, "Fuck! Oh shit!" And uh, eventually, he gets this you know fat American dude to kind of sheepishly walk down on stage. And he just, I mean, I, I wish I could be a little bit more specific, but he pretty much dismantled him on stage. He, what I remember, I can't, the, the, the specifics one, of one it. One part was, I'm going to give you, if you, I'm going to give you five seconds. If you can take this fucking toupee off my fucking head before I kick your ass, then you can keep it. It was like that yeah. kind of like, oh, yeah, this guy. And this then guy. there was something where the guy was like, oh, and Bird just went like, all right, so long, everybody, and just walked out of the theater. <laughs> and he left the whole yeah. show. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't I mean, remember that part, but we'll, we'll stick with that. Think part about that part. kind of bravado that you would have if you were Burt Reynolds. You were the sexiest person in the world. Yeah. for a sustained decade. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he is a term. I've heard another Burt Reynolds story. Mm-hmm. 
when he was doing the voiceover for Grand Theft Auto <laughs> Vice City. He has a big part. And uh, he's in the booth, and he's doing the voices. And uh, and he goes, uh, uh, okay, fellas, uh, every once in a while, just give me give me an attaboy bird. <laughs> they're like, what's that now? <laughs> like, patching in, like, what? And there's British guys thinking, what's that now? And he's like, uh, you know, give me an attaboy bird. <laughs> you know, just say, uh, just, uh, it's like a term that I use now. It's yeah. like, you gotta, you gotta give it out of boy, Bert. Yeah. Uh, and they're so like, you know, funny. just come and say, uh, out of boy, Bert. Doing a great job. Out of boy, Bert. So and funny. Then he fucking had his shirt off and was like sweating. And then they would, after each take, they'd be like, out of boy, Bert. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, very great. Much. Thanks, yeah, fellas. That's, that's all I needed. needed. I appreciate that. Like, I, I would have meant something if I hadn't fucking asked for it. Uh, out of boy. Take initiative. Out of boy, Bert. Um, Okay, so you and your single mom? Single mom, yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd she do? Well, she is a uh, administrative assistant, so she's she kind of runs an office, and she's been yeah, she's been doing that for years. And you went to public. Pub- oh, Neil to- Neil Brennan, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, once again with the uh, radio play that sound effects. The the sound of my mom dropping batteries <laughs> in her office. <laughs> what? Uh, you went to public school or private school? I went to public school up until high school, and then I went to uh, private school. Tighten it. So, I got where uh, the the uh, high school is Calhoun School up on eighty first and West. That's End. good, right? Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was that's one of those schools where they have you know not a whole lot of kids. It got there, you know, got there on a s- serious financial aid and scholarship right. and shit. And they, um, you know, you just get attention. I, I the but public school, you know. I's 44 PS 87. They were good schools, really good schools as far as public schools are concerned. But, you know, having all of that, so many kids, you know, and I'm a guy, like I said, like I was kind of, I I was, I'm a doodler, you know. So if I'm, if I'm not getting engaged, I'm just not going to put it out there. So you never gotten out of boy, Jordan, never gotten out of boy, Jordan. I, you know, I was, you know, kind of probably shitty to okay grades, depending on how much, how how well I could bullshit, but actually, you know, and then I went. By the time I got into high school, my grades went a little, got a little bit better, but it was still, it was just all in education and bullshitting. Yeah, I always think about that. I? Do you think people back then, your teachers, or you too, Neil? I think about myself. Like, my teachers never would have bet on me. Like, just <laughs> never. They never would have thought that guy's going to make something of himself and go on to do cool things. Like, do you think your teachers would have seen like, oh, that's a special guy. He's going to you know be this you know actor and writer and do you think that i you know i i think probably to be honest with yeah you. Right. To, be, to be honest yeah I, I i wasn't like a class clown i wasn't i didn't really fuck around i had a good you know i i would I, you know i just i fucking asked good questions and shit so yeah i had I, mean, so I, what, I i think my my skill in school was really charming the teachers that's yeah probably, that was my skill too yeah yeah it's funny Wise ass. Yeah. Not a good student at all. Right. But, like, could be charming. You think your teachers would have thought Neil's destined for something great? I was great? a fucking good bullshitter. Like, I was extraordinarily good. Yeah. Like, better than, like, beyond my years kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because I was a bad student. I still have a dream pretty regularly that I failed my Spanish. Fa- I was failing Spanish my second semester senior year to the point where I was like, are you going to fail me? And I still have a dream that, and I think I got out of it because 
she was like an actress on the side. I was like, look, I'm gonna I'm going to film school. I, I, yeah, <laughs> look, sweetheart, if you think I'm gonna forget sweetheart, you, you're sweetie, listen, sweet thing, sweetie, Mrs. Thompson. Uh, I still have a dream grade. that I forgot to drop a class. And it's past the oh no cutoff. I those are my those are my real scare dreams yeah are those like you got to go to school and there's always like a book bag and it's like I'm late or I didn't do it's just a fucking school's the worst it is I, the I worst. smoked all you know I smoked so much weed in the past decade and a half I guess that I I didn't remember dreams didn't dream and so now all of a sudden I'm having dreams again and remembering that shit. And it's pretty fucking cool, but it's also like, you know, I'll get, I'll get a couple straight up nightmares. What do you got, man? What do I got? Oh, my God. Tell us about one of these nightmares. I had a dream that this girl that I'm dating, I went to her house when she wasn't there. And I saw this I saw this movie that was somehow for some reason playing on her wall. And there was, by the way, there's demons and ghosts in this house. The scariest part of this movie, this fucking dream. Was dreams I saw, are the best. I saw this movie. That she apparently had done. That she was, was in the film. She was in the film, and all it was was this sex scene with her and Justin Long, <laughs> and a and demon. It was this dark fucking <laughs> horror movie, <laughs> and it's like, I think, I know, part of it was like, I think the movie was like a movie that I kind of would have liked, and uh, it was just this graphic sex scene. Why Justin Long? I don't know. Dude. Why not? I don't yeah, know. Right, why not? He was in that same Raimi movie. Justin was in that same Raimi movie oh, yeah. that did well. Oh, the, the one uh, that fucking yes, that yes, really yes. loud Drag one. Me to Hell. Drag me yeah. to Hell. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I don't know why my brain did that. I was, you know. You come home. You're like, hey, what's up with this Justin Long? Yeah, and well, then and then I remember talking to her in the dream, and it was like, Justin Long is has custody over her kid because they really <laughs> they had to make sure my dream had to make sure that I knew they really fucked in the movie it wasn't just a that's, sex scene that's so where you go funny. like who is writing this who's right? writing my like, brain what do you what part of you <laughs> wants to fuck what part of your brain that's what's so stupid about dreams like where is this coming demons so and ghosts you know here's a weird story about dreams I uh, went to the dentist once like 10 years ago and he told me that my teeth weren't didn't have enough calcium in them. Right. So he gave me this special toothpaste to put on my teeth at night before I'd go to bed to give them more calcium. Mm-hmm. And pretty much from the beginning of taking that toothpaste, I started having these incredibly vivid, incredibly violent dreams. <laughs> like almost immediately <laughs> that I couldn't not ascribe it to this toothpaste. Yeah. And I mean like I had my grandma tied up on the wall and I was throwing darts at her stomach until her guts fell out of her belly button. Like I mean – Incredibly, and then I stopped taking it because I was freaked out, and they went away. Did Did you look up calcium in nightmares? No, I should have. I know. Um, Let's look. It's also interesting in that when you throw darts at your grandmother, mm-hmm. it's you believe it, and you oh, can totally. also your brain is writing, and it's also like it can imagine what that would look like, mm-hmm. what guts would look like, uh, sometimes yes. based on nothing. Yeah. And it's like your brain is specifically saying, writing to the like, audience. Like, I've never seen this. Um, I've never seen a woman with calcium. <laughs> Can I jump in here and just say that immediately upon Googling, it auto-filled calcium nightmares. And there is a, uh, there is a study of nightmares among people who take calcium. The study analyzed the time on calcium when people have nightmares, the age of these people, the severity of nightmares. There is a link between calcium and nightmares. Wow. That is crazy. That is crazy. Anyway, so that's, that's what it was. Yeah, that speaks to the how weird our brains are, right? Yeah. And didn't they say, like, wasn't back in the day that milk would, like, help you sleep better? Yeah. 
So that's all. Help fucked. you throw some darts at your grandma better. That, you is know, just, that is weird. I don't know what that one means. That's pretty. Mine intense, is pretty man. straightforward. Like you, you're a jealous, fucking you're a jealous, insecure prick. And for some reason, it's Justin Long. Justin but Long. that's also yeah. like that's like your brain. It's like, well, am I an insecure prick, or are you an insecure prick, brain? Right. For is Justin this? Long just a predatory Justin motherfucker? Long, look, Justin Long's a huge problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. But it is. It's like my my brain's going. And okay, Justin Long is who would the, be the kind worst? of girl that who would be the is worst the kind of... person for him to find out that it, yeah. You know, and then yeah, your brain fucking like, finds guy it. that you kind of like, but kind of like Justin totally charming. And, yeah, charming. There's something mischievous about him. I'd be him. much fucking better with like Fifty Cent or like yeah. Fucking because at least yeah, with Fifty like Cent, good riddance, be like, right? Yeah. <laughs> and with Fifty Cent, you'd enjoy. know what to do. You wouldn't yeah. attack. He'd be like, "All right, Fifty, I guess you win this round." You right. wouldn't. Justin Long, you might be like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight him." This is a dumb anecdote. One time, a girlfriend of mine, her friend, had fucked Michael Jordan. <laughs> she had fucked him. She had, she had went him. ahead and fucked him. She had gone and fucked That's Michael Jordan. F- so what had happened and, was, and uh, and then I, and she's like, "Yeah," and I and. So that night during our fucking, I was like trying to like out fuck Michael Jordan. Who you want me to Wait, slam dunk that, that night? The night you found out? Yeah, the night I found she out. How did, how did you, I'm, I'm curious the, how you found out. Uh, she, her friend, she was just talking about her friend. And she said like she dates so and so, and she fucked Michael and Jordan. And she fucked Michael Jordan. And I literally go, I was like, really, how good of a fucking lover was Michael Jordan? Just because in my head, he's just like fucking who? Yeah, yeah. let's get this over with. And she goes, she said he was actually. Quite incredible. Yeah, what? I believe it. And then he was I had sticking to go his tongue out like that. Yeah, I had to go you for don't it that. You stick your tongue out like that if you haven't done <laughs> other things with your tongue. Yeah, yeah that's she a fucked haunting, his eyes yellow. Haunting. Uh, he looks like a warlord now. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is such an alcoholic. He looks like a warlord. He's so fucking drunk all the time. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, he's a fucking yeah. Is it drunk? Yeah, he looks like he could just execute. Children. He looks like he just yeah. executed a hundred. Like didn't you guys do a thing about General Butt Naked? We haven't. No. We Who was talking about General Butt Naked recently? Oh, well, we were talking about it. Oh, that was just us. Yeah, t- yeah, uh, yeah. What is yeah. General Butt Naked? He's <laughs> this warlord. He's a, yeah. Well, he's a dude that, like, you know, there's this whole campaign, I guess, in Africa that was like, uh, if you, okay, if you are honest about and come forward with the, the uh, you know, fucking war crimes that you've committed, that you can be exonerated from them somehow. Because they're trying to like they're, they're literally need information or something right. like something, and so this one guy, General Buck Naked, is just this guy's ch- child murderer. He would go into battle. This isn't an animated show on Fox. <laughs> it's not on on fucking Adult Swim. General Buck Naked. Terrifying. It's a real dude that calls himself General Butt Naked because he or Buck or Butt. Dude, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. But, well, it's, it's important distinction. It's important because Google. But yeah, he would come into battle butt naked. Tracy Morgan body. Yeah, with like a machete and a hard hat, like a, a military hat and boots, but just dick dangling. And he would. And he would fucking. He would kill children would with like machetes children. and shit. Who right. murdered children before battle and like, eat their hearts. Tie them up, fucking kill them. And I, yeah, I saw a clip of him just explaining it to the. Yeah, exactly. It's real. Was this part of the documentary where they did the reenactments? No. There's a documentary out. You know what I'm talking about? No, but there's, there's a, a documentary in the theaters now where it was in Peru or something where some army had killed tens of thousands of people. Oh, I and know they did reenactments yeah, yeah, with yeah. the guys that had killed the people. It's something like and that. And they were like had a cool with it. Yeah. Or murdering. Or, yeah, I've heard that's really one of the most chilling movies ever. Oof. And apparently who does all the killing in the reenactments? 
Justin Long. What? Justin crazy? Long. Yeah. What guy? Serious. He is. He's the worst. He's, he's everywhere. He's the nightmare. Yeah. Of the Justin world. Long is—he'll kill your family. He'll fuck your girl. He is—he is the kind of girl that he is the kind of guy that would fuck your girl. Yeah, and he'd be like, <laughs> like he's just—he'd be like, bro, I'm so sorry. Honestly, like holding his clothes. You general. can—I can see his like butt. I can see his butt and hip. Oh shit! My brain is writing a Justin a day a day nightmare. Right. Justin his, Long is the general butt naked of our subconscious. Yeah. General butt naked yeah. is a fucking hilarious term. For, for not a nice guy, mm-hmm. and he it was a Vice magazine documentary. Of course it was, and yeah. he yeah, and he would. Can you that, imagine being a journalist for Vice magazine? They're just like, so now you're gonna go to fucking Zimbabwe where they're. Have we? I don't mm-hmm. buy Vice, by the way. I don't buy their ethos. I don't do buy mean? it. What do you mean? I just don't, don't buy it. I don't. I think they're full of shit. I think they're way more concerned with just looking cool. Oh, I don't I think, think they care true. about world news. I don't think they care. I think they care about girls and tits and drugs. Mm-hmm. But they go like, we're concerned. There are 12-year-olds in Morocco who were right. smoking hash, <laughs> and it's just an excuse to be like, we went there, right. and we walked with them, and we wore tank tops. Did I ever tell you about the time I saw an ex-girlfriend in the do's section of do's and don'ts? No, It had a picture on. of her from behind on a rooftop, and to be fair, she was sexy, and they put her in as a do, and I wanted to write a letter to the editor and be like... I noticed that you put this particular person in your dues section. From personal experience, I can tell you unequivocally, she is definitely a don't. <laughs> you need to. What is, yeah, me what the dues and don'ts section. Dues and don'ts is actually a hilarious it's a thing. Good, it's like in Vice Magazine, they have like, they'll have a picture of like a coolly dressed person and uh-huh. it'll be a do. And then it'll have a picture of like a guy in a fanny pack with rollerblades and it'll be a don't. And there'll be a funny But the, the captions, they're like uh-huh. paragraphs and they're really well written the and caption- specific. Yeah. And it, specific in a way that you've never seen in print. Huh. Yeah, no, they're as good. Those, those captions are as good as Onion headlines sometimes. Yeah, I mean, they're that yeah like of- it's, a, it's worth looking at. Like... So the, yeah, it's generally like, break down what the person. Yeah, the, but doing they'll wrong. break it down in a way that's so it'll be like it's like the dude when you go to Seven Eleven and you can see the top of his foot mm-hmm. and it's du- right. like they'll go into real Very. specific detail that are accurate. But mm-hmm. what's weird about yeah. the do's and don'ts is that over the years it's become such a popular section that it no longer actually functions as a fashion do and don't because they'll often have like. Cool, like crazy kooky looking homeless people as dudes you know just because they're so yeah. weird looking they're like definitely like this guy clearly it. doesn't give a fuck yeah right? and you're like mm-hmm. all right but i'm not gonna map my hair into one dreadlock uh mm-hmm. what were you were you worried after mad tv what you were gonna do with your life no well i wasn't worried i you know i left mad tv or you know i yeah you know, i did this whole uh you know i auditioned for snl right and then you know what was cut, that like uh, it was uh, it was a fucking awesome experience. It was an awesome experience, and I uh, I ended up not being able to do the show because I still had a couple episodes of Mad TV in contract. Oh, you got offered the show. So I got offered the show, and you couldn't do it. And I couldn't do it, and I was like, you know, I wanted to move back to New York and fucking do the, you know, I was gonna do, I was gonna do Obama and shit on the show. And were you devastated? I was devastated, but I, I you know, I. Uh, yeah, and everyone's like, you know, hey man, that's good. everything happens for a reason. And you're like, go fuck yourself, go fuck yeah. yourself. But it's true in a weird way for you, at least. It's it kind of worked true. out. It kind of worked out, and I definitely went back into my shit and like motivated myself through a lot of fucking anger and revenge. You know, which is gives us a lot of the the best comedy. They just wouldn't let you out. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, as far as Matt was concerned, it was like. You know, this is the. Sh- I think that was show was the enemy. You know, and right. I really, you know, it's really the the guy 
the guy who run the place. I think he was deeply insulted with the notion that I wanted to right. leave, get out of my contract. So, you know, fair enough. And I have to take responsibility like for us, the. We wrote the Benny Hanna yeah. sketch. <laughs> right. Obviously, <laughs> cut his fingers off on our show. You want to go right. to that hack bullshit? And then that—that's that whole that season, I believe, happened the after. But you know, you know, they got offered me the you know returning contract, and I was like, "Fuck you! No mm-hmm. way! Am I gonna go back to that show?" And then you know, the SNL opportunity was kind of gone and but you know i have to say i gotta i gotta take responsibility you know i t- uh, signed a fucking contract and right you're supposed to fucking fulfill a contract it is interesting snl seems to be doing that a lot now it's just people that they clearly should have gotten and then they just barely didn't and then now they've got their own shows like kroll i've always been like how has kroll never been on snl the audition and, yeah mm-hmm. and he isn't on it and it's like how is that possible and then you go well he's got his own show who cares right yeah it's just yeah it's a it's a t- I re- realize now it's just it's a timing thing with that show. Right. It's a, I mean, I was off. The, I was off by a couple of weeks, and it was a deal breaker. Speaking yeah. of dreams, did I ever tell you my SNL audition dream? Uh-uh. Have, no. I, have I told this Go on ahead. the? I don't know. There was this open micer in San Francisco. This like crazy open micer, like a forty-year-old middle-aged Asian mom named Tessie Chua, who she was just like not. I mean, she was anyway. She, she talking about? She no, that's not talking about. That's a different tell girl. talking about. Well, talking about there was a girl. <laughs> I can't because she might hear the podcast. But there was this girl in the open mic scene in San Francisco when we first started this Filipina, native Filipina, and she used to do this joke. Her name was Leia. And she would go, my name is Leia. My parents named, <laughs> my parents named me after Princess Leia. You think that's bad? You should meet my sister, Chewbacca. Talk about <laughs> That shit's hilarious. And talking about became like a real... An ongoing meme within the comedy community. It's just oh, talking about her. I hope she doesn't hear this. She was very funny. Well, it's. I mean, to me, if if she has any sense of being in on what's funny about that, which I'm guessing she doesn't, by the way, you're shaking your head. No, I'm no, shaking my head vigorously. Yes. yes. Well, you're shaking it. My he- <laughs> my head was nodding. He my gets, you get nodding and shaking mixed well, up. Well, right? my head. Was, I was at a ninety degree oh, yeah, angle. Yeah, you fucked my up head. by being sideways yeah, in that moment. Was like, Why his you did that? eyes are weird. But and it was weird that you were laying sideways nodding. across this table. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But no, that that uh, that is oh, man. talking about <laughs> talk about, <laughs> talk about, <laughs> talk about <laughs> so <laughs> there was another woman named Tessie Chua who was like a forty year old mom, you know, and she was like. I, so I had this dream where I had auditioned for SNL and I'd gotten like, I'd done three callbacks and it was time for my meeting with Lauren Michaels. Mm-hmm. And I walked into his office and he's sitting, you know, stereotypically how I imagine it, his, his chair is, but the back of the chair is to me. And I sit down and he spins around and he passes me this headshot and he goes, yeah, we're going to be going with Tessie Chua. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Tessie Chua of all people? Like imagine you're an open mic nightmare right. beat you out for SNL. I just love, yeah, that's the worst part of the dream is that he felt the need to show you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how Lauren works. Yeah, yeah, He'll definitely. Go like, here, that's how dumb brain writing is. Yeah. That's how dumb dream writing is that Lauren would go like, mm, we're going to go with Tessie Chua. I have a giant headshot of her. Do you hear the story about Mark Marin? I think this is probably apocryphal and not true, but uh-huh. there's a story about Marin doing all these auditions, and he's like, he gets to the final meeting with Lauren, and there's a bowl of candy in on Lauren's desk and, my, and Mark sits down I'm sure this story isn't true because it's too perfectly scripted yeah. Mark sits down and stares at Lauren for like a, 30 seconds to a minute no one's saying anything and Mark's like really uncomfortable and uh, 
finally in his discomfort he kind of just like reaches out and grabs an M&M and puts it in his mouth and Lauren's like okay cool we're done here and that was the end that's not true obviously but it's been told repeated uh, I mean I've heard that it might not have been Mark it might not have uh, some part of the story on some level some no, that's not true. No, there's it nothing true that's never happened. <laughs> Zero, Mark, if no. you're listening. No, that's not. Marin's experience with Lauren was like, all oh, that comedy that they're doing below 14th Street doesn't matter. Right. That's all he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that that's not all he said, but that's the only. Maybe he just told one of the. He hyperbolized it and broke it down to the what it meant to, to him, its to essence in his yeah. mind. Yeah, it was his dream. Maybe. Yeah. Lauren just has the meeting so he can see that he's not. He doesn't want to spend time with a crazy person. Right. He literally, that's the whole point of the meeting. Like, are you crazy? So Let's then just he hired sit Tracy here. Morgan? Tracy's not crazy around, Mor- around, around Lauren. Tracy's not. Tracy's crazy as a last resort. <laughs> Tracy, uh, actually, Tracy's sensible as a last resort. Victoria Jackson? Victoria Jackson is, yeah. that's a whole nother thing. She's she wasn't crazy, crazy then. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah, she's, she's spiraled. Also, I don't think Warren would have been like, that was a great hire. Like, that was a weird, the women other than Jan Hooks, and Nora Dunn and Jan Hooks were good, but like, Victoria Jackson was one of those like, weird stunt hires. Uh-huh. By the way, I looked up, because you were telling me, Moshe, the other day that LL Cool J is Republican. Oh, did I say that? I believe no. you did. Maybe it was Zach. Okay, maybe it was yeah. Zach. Maybe it was and Zach. is it true? So, it's not true. I didn't. It doesn't seem doesn't possible. Sound right. I looked it up on Google yesterday, or it did not. It's so why out. wouldn't Google may not know? P.S. Google may not know, but I, you know, I saw this interview. I didn't see it. I read an interview, so it could still be bullshit. But I read an interview where someone was asking him directly, and just, you know, I don't know where this uh, kind of theories come from. <laughs> he licks you know, his lips. And he licks his lips, and it said licks his lips in the uh, like <laughs> five times nervously. In one sentence, in paragraph, and <laughs> licks upper lip, <laughs> lip lower lip, lip. lip. Stares at woman at bus stop. Turns yeah. back to me. Uh, it's funny because we just recorded an, another podcast before you, and LL Cool J came up. I don't know if that'll be last week's or next week's It'll episode. Be, we'll air this one first. It'll certainly be two weeks in a row that LL Cool J will come up. So now you know what to look forward to some more LL talk. Yeah, that's just a teaser, right? But that there. was it was a it was just about a deal breaker because we were talking about the song where he says, "What does he say?" Accidental racist. Accidental racist. Where he says. Uh, what's the line? Yeah, I could forgive you. I'll forgive your chains if you forgive my. If I'll forgive your. I'll forgive forgi- you if you'll forgive my chains. I'll forgive your rope or something. Uh, right. It's like mm, not well, equivalent. No, we yeah, don't no. feel like not. That is yeah. Ella, okay, you can't the, speak for all of us. You no, can't. There's a black community yourself, in general. It's like no, 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 no. We don't forgive that. I just talked to three other black people that were not cool with that. Is like no, is rope the only thing that would rhyme with what he set up? <laughs> well, he said what he would forget. Just for, no, 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 no. Oh, we're not. We don't. Rope. No, we don't support that. No, it's not rope. It can't be rope. No, it's robes. Maybe let me robes. Let's look oh it up. my let's god. No, 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 no. It's not robes. Who who writes for your show? Uh, we got uh, this guy Colton Dunn, Alex Rubens, Becky Drysdale, Charlie Sanders, Rich Tallarico, and then you know myself, Keegan, and the two sh- uh, sh- uh, showrunners. Who are uh, the showrunners? Uh, Ian Roberts, Jay Martell. Oh right. Uh, yeah. So and it's, do they? How? What's the process in terms of like a sketch is shot? Who picks the set? Who picks the clothes? Who picks the makeup? Uh, ultimately, you know, I, I mean. Being real, Keegan and I have the the, the final say, which right. we don't really exercise too much because we got we're just surrounded by people who are on it. We got a lot right. of trust. Peter Atencio has a lot of 
you know, we we trust his vision. You know, so if if he's we he's the director, he's the director. Yeah. So if we if there's a sketch that we don't even necessarily love or I don't love, I'll have a I'll have full faith if he's like I I see something we can do with this. I'm like, all right, great, right? That's yeah. that's all we need to know. Um, the writing process is like every sketch has its own unique thing. You know, there can be something that someone just brings in that's perfect. Um, there's some stuff that we'll pitch in a room and everybody will fucking stress about it for a couple of months and then we'll finally have something. So everything has its own. How about in post? I've got a much more important thing to say than the, yeah. about your incredibly important to you television show, well, that sounds... which is that I found the lyric. Go ahead. And this okay. is, and we got to be more right. important than we your, wor- your right. world dreams and <laughs> you know, no, your this, life. This is... If you don't judge my do-rag, I won't judge your red flag. If you don't judge my gold chains, I'll forget the iron chains. Nope. nope no. No, you don't. <laughs> no. no, you do not Mm-mm. speak for me, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Also, like, what? who's begrudging your gold chain? I'm just right. saying, if you let me wear whatever fashion accessories I want, I will forget right. about the history of slavery. The legacy the, of slavery. No, right. yeah, so. yeah, but you're right. There's no, no one has ever talked shit about gold chains. No one's ever been afraid of gold chains. That's um, these fucking black guys with their chains. Did you guys? Yeah, but you guys slavery. There's slavery. I mean, dude, why don't right? we just call that even then? Can't. Why, don't why you, do you? Uh, yeah. Why do you guys bleep the N word? Or at least you do on YouTube. Um, I'm sure it's because we have to. But did you not fight them on that? Um, I you know I don't know. Did I th- you guys not? No, I, we didn't. I think <laughs> turn it off. You know, and we have. <laughs> I think we have. Uh, there's a couple episodes that are TVMA. But that's a good that's a good question. That that's a fight that I I'm surprised you didn't it's not like a thing that you thought about. You know, I you know? Di- yeah, I didn't even realize that was necessarily the case with the online stuff. I thought we got everything through on the online. No, wait, think- they will not bleep shit and then they'll bleep the N word. I like, think huh, I actually think that the N word is a it's, it's a weird thing to say, but it's a great word and I say it all the time. No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> a, a more hot button to, hot button topic now than it was when Chappelle show came out. It like was, it, yeah. the 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 idea of the, it's become even more taboo than it was. I think 10, it's years more ago. I think the gotcha culture yeah mm-hmm. is in full effect. I don't think it's even like political uh, politi- political correctness. I don't think any of the people that that say like you he said faggot and he said rape or he mm-hmm. said care at all about the the underlying issue. Yeah, but I like, think they just like yeah. catching people doing right. shit. And, but I'm saying like people can't even uh, articulate the full word in when describing the argument anymore. Like there's a thing where right. somebody recently and they, they were not a, a, a very forward thinking person, but was talking about the use of the N word and said right. it. And somebody yeah. said, I don't even think he should have said it. Should have been discussing right. I'm yeah. I'm the opposite. I really, I, I love the word as a the way it's, I love it. The way it's it great. sounds is fucking amazing. For, the way it's the way, it's the hammer way it helper sounds, for comedy. The way it sounds from a pickup truck as you drive by a group of black <laughs> guys. <laughs> it's like I mean, that's, that's, it, that oh. is that word at its absolute best. <laughs> yeah. It's the throttle of Chevy. <laughs> that is a word living its life yeah. to the fullest. No, yeah, I love it. I love I love calling people who never been called nigga. Oh, nigga. oh yeah, old, like white people. Old white people. Oh, What's, great, nigga, please. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's my favorite shit. But I also, yeah, I completely, uh, I completely disagree with the notion of fucking outlawing words. I think it's the best thing we have against hatred is communication, yeah. is talking, is conversation. So my feeling is like the second you tell you you say you can't say nigga, then there's gonna be fucking 
Yeah, that's not going to make people want to say it less. Also, right. racist people aren't going to ask your permission. That's right. They and don't give it. Like, if you say no, they're going to be like, right, right. we'll just see about that. Yeah. <laughs> Please, come in this yeah, Well, also, it gives yeah, a lot of, smart. there's a lot of fucking, you know, racist people hate being called racist. Like, that's right. the thing. So there's a lot of. You guys of, made a great observation about yeah. About the N word, being calling a white person racist is the equivalent of calling a black person. Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, but the and and there there's some. I think a lot of people. There's a lot of fucking people out there that think, okay, well, if I don't say use racial slurs, I'm not racist, which is just like that's a fucking. That's just like a go yeah, ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know it's what like I mean? Not right. my behavior. It's yeah. all words. Right. And I would honestly, I'd rather somebody's going to come into a restaurant and fucking call me a nigger. I'd rather them have the ability to do that and me to either be like okay i'm gonna either I'm stay gonna, away from this person thank you for letting me know right i don't I'm know why you to, came into this right. restaurant right. to say it. i don't know why you, in yeah. my head you're managing this restaurant <laughs> <laughs> see i didn't see it like that, that. yeah I, I saw you well in they, there yeah or they had to work your way up that's why they came in to say something like, to me he manages like, a what what you doing uh, in this uh, neighborhood my america yeah but i yeah i'd rather know Somebody's racist if they want to say that word. Do you think I say it nine times in my Comedy Central hour? Yeah. How, do you think I'm going to get in trouble? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. You do. Uh, in trouble, I think people will talk about it. Okay. Negatively. I don't want to be like known for it. Do you know what I mean? The like, N word comedian. Yeah. Like I don't want to be like a firebrand because it's mostly about call being called it. It's all like defense. I can yeah. defend. I can absolutely it's defend. It's defensible. It. Yeah, I think yeah. I think there is something. I mean, there, when when it gets when it gets starts getting talked about and the talking heads get out, yeah. that's when it really gets into the no, no one should ever say it ever. Yeah, that's right. a that's a rule. That should be, you know. And but I think in reality, it's like people know. People know if you're fucking using it using yeah, it right. in a racist hateful way yeah you know people can intuitively people, people, know the difference exactly. and that's the thing it's like so i'm just counting and also it's like okay well louis said it uh mar said it like eight weeks ago yeah. on his show and mark twain you better take his name off the prize right right <laughs> if you have a problem with me saying it because it's all racial satires yeah. so you really ahead. are the mark twain i'm of the mark twain the of, 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 of this generation I'm the mark twain of venice yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Mark Twain of Venice, California. Um, but, yeah, you know. so so yeah, I'm looking forward to that sort of. But no, I you know that you they're, they're that not going to believe it. I already asked them. Well, oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I'm I'm I get, I'm getting fucking angry now that I I didn't realize that they took that shit off because I, I I hate that 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 to me just should watch your show. Yeah, I should <laughs> I should check it out. Well, no, I, by the yeah. time it's on the air, you're like I'm not watching that sketch again. Yeah, no, that's true. It's it's like work. Yeah, Have you, you gotten any angry? letters from black people you must have right in the beginning we got and it's not you know it's all it's all internet comments we don't get letters right but, you know it's yeah, yeah what's we, a letter, yeah. <laughs> what's a letter? Uh, but yeah i mean we got we got s- certain resistance more in the form of like uh you know uh Critics, you know a couple of couple of people trying to put their finger on why they were sort of uh, irked by the show at first you know i think it's watered down it's, it's all watered that down. i mean they we got, got two yeah. mixed guys or something two mix, yeah i think a lot of people didn't like the fact that we we were, were mixed and we taking a whole black man and splitting him into 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 two and that's why and we got you know we caught we got called like offensive and same same fucking th- uh, article we would get 
called Offensive and Toothless. Uh-huh. And I'm like, bitch, what the fuck uh-huh. is it? Did right. we did we piss you off? Right. Or do we have no teeth? Right. Yeah. And so I think there was this, you know, we the one of the things that makes our show interesting to a lot of people is we can explore racial shit from a way that, you know, ha- hasn't really been done on TV. Right. It's like, these two mixed dudes who you know, there's just no single rule that can apply to us. You can't you can't you can't tell us not to say the N word because we're right. fu- we, you know, yeah, we, we we walk around a store and get followed. Well, you know what's funny? Chappelle's been saying on stage that he's a quarter white. Uh huh. Right. I saw that. In yeah. Toronto, in Montreal, which I've known him for twenty years. I didn't know that. No shit. You know, it's it's just, that was the uh, sorry to interrupt. That yeah. was the scariest thing about the coming out in the show. It's literally feeling like I was coming out as biracial. Yeah. Because uh, you you know go in Hollywood. You know, it's like, you know, the for you know for so many years, it's like you know. Being a black guy, that's part of my identity. That's part of my, you know, of the commodity is what you can sort of see and pick up. And so that that was a scary, you know, I have a lot more, I have a lot more uh, pride in, you know, about being black than I do about being white. You know, right. I feel like that's right. like, Well, you should look up, you should Google white people because there's a lot to be They black. have yeah, a lot of pride. Again, to be fair, Neil and I have a lot more pride about being black than we do <laughs> yes. about being white. I, I know, I, say, I, I, I we see that. Cling to, we cling to yeah. whatever. Uh, did you, it's funny. I was going to say, yeah, it's, go. it's, it's funny. It's almost offensive that you're supposed to be to have teeth. It's like, why yeah. Why are you required? No, kids in the hall didn't have teeth. Why are that's, you required to true. have teeth in the first I place? I mean, teeth, I do love teeth. It's like, you know, that that is to me, it's like, if you're not pissing someone off, you, you, when it's not, something's not, you're not right. doing it right. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't mind that. I get, yeah, but I do, I hate the idea that we're called toothless because we're, we're Doing some fucking scary shit out there. Right. And you do something new too. This I, the, Keegan said the same thing when he was on, which is like it was a watershed moment when you both said that you were biracial because then, then it became a different thing. Did you even know that going into the show? Yeah, you knew that that was the vision. I, you know, the that was kind of the oh, well. We knew that part of what Comedy Central was interested in, and I said, "Oh, these two guys, the same kind of ethnic makeup as Obama. This is happening right now. This is this is why it's a different show." And uh, in the first episode, we come out and, you know, all right, we do, we do this bit about being biracial and, like, um, I don't remember what the bit is, probably about just coat switching or, like, you know. Right, know, the coat switching cer- sketch. Certain neighborhoods or whatever will fucking, fucking be badass and then sort right. of, I don't know. I don't know what the bit was, but I, uh, I didn't want, I had real fear about leading with that. I didn't want that to be the first statement coming out of the show. I was like, let us fucking... Let us get our fucking, our fucking, our our black fucking crowd on board and say get right. get a little pride with us before we come out and it's talking about, you know. Oh, by the way, we're not mm-hmm. we're not really black all the way. So such a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, just to think about all this just shit. Like fucking, what do I have to do? Yeah. And also, then, and then I'm what? Yeah. And also the uh, idea. So that, I'm not okay. I'm just I'm not funny. I'm so, just not right. just funny. And Did also, you ever think that you <laughs> weren't gonna make it because you weren't black enough? Uh, you know what. I think I have, you know, that that is a sort of that's an element that has caused me a lot of insecurity my whole life, you know, growing up in New York and shit and never really talking street even, you know, right. when the fucking, 
you know, the white kids around me would, you know, fucking start talking, you know, like, like LL and whatnot. Uh-huh. You <laughs> like know, I've got a real sweet white mom and, you know, kind of stubborn. Yeah, your mom is sweet. Go ahead, sweet. man. Oh, wait, what? Wait a Go minute. Go ahead, man. Yeah. No, Go ahead, man. Hold on. Jordan. Justin Long. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm glad you brought your mom up. She's real sweet. Go what ahead. Go going, ahead, Playboy. Oh, wait, we're trying to figure Go out ahead. how black you, you found are. found out that I'm not. I'm fucking insecure. All of a sudden, you start talking no weed mama. anymore. He's about to pounce <laughs> on you, dude. <laughs> no, but you know, it's uh, what was the what was the question? Not gonna no, make no, it. Oh, yeah, security that you might not make it because of not being black. Yeah, enough. I think at a certain point, I was just like, you know what? First of all, comedy is all about being honest, being straightforward. They can sense if you're bullshit, right? So, bottom line, if I come out there and I'm talking, you know, yo, 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 what's up? What's up? What's up? Let's lick some pussy. You know, they would see through like my shit. They'd be like, lick pussy. What's a good bit for I you? Like oh, that. fuck. That's your impression of Let's being Let's lick black some pussy. Eating, eating pussy. That's, pussy. My, that's my black stand-up yeah. right there. We all eat pussy, you know. When I do black rooms, it's gonna, it's, I'm going to lead with that. I'm going to close with that. Let's eat some pussy. But, good night. Um, good, good night, night, folks. But at some point, I kind of, uh, yeah, I just, I, 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 I zoned in on, you know what? I, I have an opportunity here to do shit that is not really being done. And uh, to uh, be sort of more specific, you know, kind of establish this identity. You know, the uh, the, the scary part is, is anyone is anyone going to buy it? You know, is anyone is anyone well, going to be I'm, interested? Well, that's what I'm asking about. It's like it must yeah. have been like because it's not show is especially acting is so much about like when I cut to you, mm-hmm. who are you? Yes. That's why it's like put on a fucking stereotypical outfit. Yes. Everyone in a movie is wearing some sort of stereotypical outfit. Yeah. A businessman, a fucking street guy, a fucking vendor, a UPS guy. Like, And it's like if I cut to you what and, and includes faces, mm-hmm. like that guy's got an evil face. Whether right. he's evil or not, to, he's going to play villain. Yeah. You must have thought like, fuck. You just have to make sense to people. Yeah. Right, like the way you what look, can right. I be? Something changed when Obama got elected. Right, because all of a sudden there's this, there was just no Hollywood archetype, right? For, um, just you know, kind yeah, of mixed r- was real black people, thing. right? That yeah, mixed what? Yes, who was uh, it? Was it Wayne Brady when we had him on that said I thought it was really profound idea that like, was it Wayne Brady that said his daughter will never li- have lived in a world where the idea of a black president was a joke. Right, like yeah. you know, everybody before mm-hmm. that, you go, ha ha. What if we elected a, br- a black president? And then mm-hmm. it might have been Rock. Uh, maybe, maybe. Anyway, yeah. Rock. But from yeah. that point on, it's like that joke's gone right. because here's where we are. And so that, and I was also thinking like, you don't know what the next thing is until it's happening. Like, mm-hmm. and that I feel like you guys couldn't have known the itch you were going to scratch until you started scratching it, and then all of a sudden it's like. Yeah, the internet is downloading you even more than TV because the internet is where mm-hmm. the future is. And yeah, right. mixed who people is your are... audience in your head? Who's your audience in my head before the show? Or... No, who who are who's who was when you think about like if Jordan comes in or I'm sorry if Keegan comes in and says, uh, uh, yeah, I just met, there were a bunch of fans outside. What do you picture? I, or pic- I met a bunch of fans at Carl's Jr. I picture. I picture youth, a lot of youth. Now, one one thing that's actually interesting about the show, we get a lot of adults and their teenage kids mm-hmm. that are into the show as well, um, which I, that's a lot of pride for me because I, I, just, I just love the fact that it's like it's fucking 
it's naughty, it's edgy enough for the right. kids, but it's kind of smart enough for the adults. Right. Whatever. They like to watch it together. It's kind of a little comedy education. Um, ethnically fucking all over. You know, I mean, because it's youth, I do, I do feel this r- serious difference between the way uh, – just the way this – these kids view race than you know 10 years ago part of it's that obama shit part of it is you know fucking eminem all this you know all this shit that's happened in the last 10 15 years like you know yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah that's what i always say to people is like the idea of being a wigger was a weird thing Oh, when absolutely. we when we were first wiggers yeah now dude when i go to is. when i go to music festivals now I always have the same thought. I go, oh, interesting. The era of the American wigger is dead. Meaning, yeah, it, you ha- used to have to moved, pursue black culture. Yeah, we've moved on from and that. And now like, it's, yeah. it's, it's at everything's at your fingertips. So everybody's kind of everything now. I don't know why. I think that would be the fucking bomb if, if wiggers adopt, adopted the word wigger the way black people do nigger. Yeah, I am a wigger. Yeah, what's up, there's, my wigger? Yeah, that's a great so idea. There's so few of us, though. There's so few left. Are we there, have a podcast. Are there, <laughs> yeah, we have a podcast. We're clinging. We're holding on. We're doing what we can. Isn't, but isn't every fucking teenager still kind of... Uh, but now... Like, but I'm, that's what you, exactly what I'm saying. We were the yeah. odd people. Yeah. There was yes. one of us in every right. school. That's yes. what I'm saying. Is now, now they're all that. Okay. Now at least and half of the... Half of your grade will be into hip hop, and but the other thing yeah, is, is yeah. that you don't have to act black to be in hip hop anymore. That's, that's the thing. yeah, that's that hip hop is so mainstream. Uh, yeah, that that's what I'm saying. When I go to a music festival, it's like you know, kids in American Apparel rainbow right. tank tops are like, I gotta go to J Five. That's I gotta right. see that concert. You know, so I think and that, that is in the last like four years. Too. Yeah, that shit totally. Just just happened because also hip hop has become slightly more mainstream musically. It's not. It's like right. now it's making yes. all the all these tracks with all these you know, pop artists. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I basically, mainstream hip-hop is, is basically like a bad gay circuit party mm-hmm. behind Ludacris uh-huh. rapping over it. Uh-huh. It's still, I used to always be shocked. It's still not shocking, but when somebody is, when a black guy is really good friends with a white guy, it's still weird. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, wait, I'm, you guys are really, like, me and they were like a fucking anomaly. Like, what yeah. do you mean? You're oh, dude, really you good friends. Like, yeah, we just talk about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just like friends or whatever. Yeah, and I realized that I, I realized that I'm old to an extent. You know, I realized why the fucking the people that are the generation above us will never be able to fully wrap their head around, you know, the the idea that, you know, the that there's not this ra- there's not always going to be a racial divide. Right. Whereas I feel like, you know, this generation we're talking about, the uh Wayne Brady's kids Right, you know, it's just it's a different it's a different thing going on. Totally, it's, really it's like cool. that Cheerios commercial, right? <laughs> you see that, that yeah. interracial Cheerios commercial where people were upset about it, which was right. already like, even if you're upset about it, how could you admit that out loud? That seems right. just seems so ignorant. But all these kids, they showed it to all these kids. They had this video of the kids watching, it, and the kids didn't. They weren't just not offended; they didn't understand. What the, what the offensive what part was. The they were like, I don't understand. They were going, maybe it was manipulated. I don't know. But they just go, oh, it's a family. I don't, I don't, like they didn't have the context to even go, oh, it's a Seven a kids in a row said, I don't see color. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I the don't eighth, see color. The eighth kid. Are like, just technically, scientifically, there's so many fucking mixed people. I mean, the yeah. well, that's the other thing years. is it must, do, do you, have you ever like looked at what the, what, percentage of the population considers themselves mixed uh i have it's got to be growing i would think one percent a year at least no dude exponentially it's like it's like a crazy number it's 
I don't know. I feel like a third of the country now. I, I'm, I'm I'm making that up. Yeah. But it was it was something crazy. And like yeah, I mean, remember like even even a decade ago, you watching the Jerry Springer show. Every motherfucking couple was a skinny black guy and a fat white woman. Yeah. Fat, you know, so they all, they all made they all made some interracial <laughs> kids, a big, a big old white bit, and those are and those are your core demographic. That's for that's their audience. children. Yeah, that's our are huge fans. <laughs> that's and, right. And their parents, the skinny uh-huh. black dude and the fat white woman. And I love my favorite thing about biracial kids is the fact that uh, like that white women. This, I feel like those are the only kids white women, but she's beautiful. Uh huh. That child is so beautiful. Well, they are, oh, that's fun. They yeah. They're better, better looking. looking. I mean, it's hard. I, I don't like saying it, but it's uh-huh. kind yeah. of true. I don't. I, mean, I can't argue with it. I can't argue with it. You shouldn't argue with it. It would be exhibit my... A through Z right here. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Exhibit K through P. What? Thank uh, you. Yeah, I also feel like white women nev- will never, will rarely call another white woman beautiful. Unless it's like Angelina Jolie. Oh, they, they, women and looks. Kate I, I had a whole discussion last night about women and leadership. About men and lead, about how the only, we've talked about maybe the only archetypes for male leadership that most males see in their life are coaches and military guys. Mm-hmm. So you, when you're in charge of something, you're like, I don't, do I yell? Right. <laughs> do I right. yell all the time? Like, whenever right. you guys are in charge of a meeting, aren't you like, uh, so. Yeah. Look I mean. uh look at your stuff and you but you could just easily be like, Hey, what the fuck? Yeah. Especially now that you're not smoking weed. Yeah. Well anyway, um, timing is everything, right? So and you guys like hit at the right time. Thank God you didn't get S N L. Dude, it worked out. I mean, SNL, that would have been okay. It would have been a different fucking, type of it good. Been, yeah. it been, no, it wouldn't have been bad, but it wouldn't have been this thing, which was, it. you know. It's this, got my name on it. Yeah. It's right. got the, yeah, we're, I think when, I think in uh, in 10 years, they'll say, okay, well, that was the show of that period. Totally. Or, and in, and in conclusion, I mean, what the fuck is Justin Long Have you guys Long considered. <laughs> he's, he's just fucking swimming in money and puss. He's still yeah. swimming. He still has yet to spend any of his Mac money. Yeah, man. His Apple money. Remember those fucking uh, sure. PC? Sure, I do. He made a lot of money off those commercials, guys. Justin, if you're listening. Just let I us. I swear to God, if you touch my woman. Don't you come again, next to my girl. Or Jordan's mother. Yeah. I swear to God. The same time? Something. Um, I don't want to open that door. Uh, all right. Well, we did it. We did it. We scored. It was great. This is interesting. It was provocative. Mm-hmm. Check out season three of Key season and Peele. Three, September fourteenth, September eighteenth, Wednesday, and we 10:30. got a, we got a little clip show on the eleventh of September to get people up to date on, people, on the yeah. dr- on the story. And if Just you still uh, have <laughs> if you still have cable, <laughs> if you still have cable, watch it on TV. Make those people overcome. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys get? Like a one or something? One something? Oh, dude, I don't even know. We get uh, I, we we started with a two one, and then it sort of went down. But um, yeah, like I said, we're a fucking phenomenon online. But people, uh, a lot of people, your a lot of your favorite sketches out there don't end up online because we can only put so much. So watch oh, it on you, TV. Oh, really? Oh yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, because the there was some shit. I was looking for. There was like a black actor sketch I heard was funny that I haven't seen. Black actor. So you're know. doing some black drama thing. We had a really oh. great way out and now we're back in. But look. Well, well guess what? We'll edit it. We'll edit that we'll shit. Edit that shit. Uh, all right. Jordan watch Peele, that. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, with yeah. him. Fuck, fuck with him. everything. Fuck with both of them. Fuck with everything. Fuck with Wiggers. Fuck with life. God bless all Wiggers. God bless all Wiggers. Peace, Justin Long. Game. 
eight-figure deal, figure how I'm caught side at the clip game, still pop ace king shit. Now you're fucking with the champs. Gloves on that OJ, okay, there you beating me, bitch, no date. Band to make a dance, that's thousand dollar foreplay, AK, get a full clip, not a sound wave, you kiss that in the mouth, asking how my dick tastes. Bitch, nigga, you don't want no drama, I'm worth a couple commas, it's death before the signer. Last king from sign up, all my shit be designer, extraordinary drama, hot body just shit for nothing. Wet, wet's up, hot temp up, get wet up, she give me head, not neck up, to clean the mess up. One false move, death from a gesture, cash in the safe, nigga, I don't feel no pressure, I'm dope. All my shit dope. All my shit dope. Cause it's 187 how I'm killing these hoes All my shit dope All my shit dope Cause it's 187 how I'm killing these hoes H on the buckle, her man's out of hustle Crown on the watch, young niggas still thugging 8.7 on the crib, so fuck it Went gold in the month, so it ain't no budget New chains, Rolex links New chick just to drag my mink New car just to ride around here. Aviator crew, we flies around here. Hating on who niggas dying around here. Bath soft boss, got insurance on the pier. Cars, rock stars, dope boys at odds. I done seen it all, but we back in these broads. Hands clap like a nigga in the stadium. Million dollar chain, but I'm rocking eight of them. I see you slipping, but don't make me pick your label up. Scotty tripping on the dribble, I just ate him up. Another triple got me tripping like his angel dust. We just winning all the women at my table, huh? Say my name, say my name, nigga, say my name. Hundred million dollar nigga, nigga, say my name. Yo. All my shit dope. All my shit dope. Cause it's 187 how I'm killing these hoes. All my shit dope. All my shit dope. Cause it's 187 how I'm killing these hoes. Cheap rocker. Pill popper, told her pull them things out, cause my car topless, off topic, get on top it, wish her synopsis, so sincere in the belly, that's that nah shit, King of Nottin, that gangster shit we mobbing, we taking your dollars, Creflo no white collar, I pop pop, wish a nigga would, call Thomas, bitch I'm the bomb, call me the Unabomber, money in my game, I'm driving shit that's insane, you niggas stay in your lane, they're playing, ain't nothing changed, part of this big regime, I make your girl David Blaine, murder was the case, all the kids say that nigga T raw, yo. All my shit dope. Uh, all my shit dope. Cause it's 187 how I'm killing these hoes. Uh, all my shit dope. Uh, all my shit dope. Cause it's 187 how I'm killing these hoes.